first thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting. To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. You don't Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Clock Epilepticus with test subject Micah B. The salty, slightly cynical account of Micah's shocking diagnosis with epilepsy. The synaptic jolts that shorts circuited his world and efforts to rewire his mind and create a new life. Oh, and he's going to have brain surgery. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. And if the world breaks your legs, you go and beat it with your crush. It's all too much. We just get sidetracked too much. That's why it's like, man. I know. Stoner tech. It's a problem, man. Um, so yeah, they, they're going to go in, they're going to give me all these tests and figure out exactly where the communication is coming from, uh, exactly where the, uh, seizures are happening. Then they can look into it and decide based off of this information, they can decide which surgery to use and whether to zap it with the lasers or plant something. And it's a like we were talking about, it's that neuro pacemaker. But I found out that there's two different ways to do it. If it's deep core, then they're gonna put in that little diode in the in the deep part of my brain. But if it's non-epileptic and coming from a specific region, what they're gonna do is they're going to put in a neural pacemaker, but instead of deep in the brain, they're going to put it somewhere a little more accessible if they need to, you know, replace it or whatever. And then they're going to run two little pulse meters to whatever part of the brain that's glitching. And it will, um, instead of a timed pulse, right? It, it's like a, uh, it's a gate. It's a noise gate, right? So if, if the electrical pulses or the neurological synapses get above this frequency or this amplitude, then bam, it gets shot with a, a jolt of electrical pulse that'll counteract it. Okay. Right. Okay. So means- basically it's just like counting fire, fi- fighting fire with fire, right? It's just right. Yes. Great way to put it, man. Yes. Fighting fire with fire. Totally. Metallica's coming into my mind. Ride the lightning. (laughs) I saw that concert. I saw that concert. Oh my God. It was amazing. Um, Before they all turned into pompous dicks. That's a nice story. They ruined Napster. Oh (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, again, another episode worthy. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. All about riding the lightning. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that concert was so good. Anyway, so I'm doing all this stuff. We're going to find out what's going on. And possibly they they save this test for last because it's invasive. Um, it's called the WADA test. And I, part of me, that that dark humor freak boy 
part of me is like, yeah, let's do it. Um, the sensible side of me, which doesn't really come out very often is like, is like, let's pump the brakes. (laughs) Break. Hold on. Uh, and what this is, is they slice open a part of your skull. They put diodes in your head. Um, and then they put this quick acting, heavy duty painkiller, um, on one side of the brain and then ask you all these questions and do this, you know, Q and a stuff, right. For cognitive testing. And then they like, as you come out of it, because it hits fast, but it goes away fast. Right. Um, and as it goes away, then they ask you other stuff. Did you remember this? Did you remember us talking about this? So they're trying to figure out which side of the head. And then they put the other side of your brain to sleep with heavy duty painkiller and then start doing kind of similar shit. Right. The kind of same thing. Just do it on the other side. I mean, that sounds horrible. As they were just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, but I mean, obviously, obviously that, you know, there's a reason for it, obviously. And, uh, but I mean, it just sounds like, damn, that's just wild to think that that's literally the method they do. But it's obviously if it's how it's supposed to be, if, and that's like the last resort. So is that more if like the sleep study, if they don't get good results or even, and then after that, even the psychological testing, is it more like if they can't get like conclusive, that conclusive baseline, let's say, okay. is that when okay. they would try to go down that road? Not, not, not really. Um, from what I was told and from what Rhonda from the monitoring unit told me is that it's more like they take as all these other tests plus the MRIs and stuff that I've had and everything, and they pull it all together. Um, my specialist brings in other surgeons and specialists to kind of vet his opinion, right? To make, to, cause you know, he wants, he wants other professionals to weigh in on this cause it's my fucking brain, man. This ain't a fruit salad. Maybe it is a fruit salad. Um, and so they do all this stuff. And if it's a particular type of seizure disorder coming from a particular part of the brain, then they do the WADA test. If it's going to be so invasive that they, or, or if the source of glitching is too close to the communication area of my brain, then they're going to do the WADA test. Yeah. Yeah. To, to further pinpoint down to further pinpoint. So basically it's just, if they really need to get like exact coordinates and then they can go get them. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If, if, if the bombing site for the smart bomb is if the target is too close to friendly civilian population, friendly fire, yeah, then you need to get more exact coordinates or even change the method of eradication, right? Of eradication, right? Yeah. Absolutely. That that's kind of a dark way analogy, I guess, but. 
But I mean, you know, it's like, it's going to hopefully be eradicated successfully and like, no, you know, and obviously that's farther down the road and stuff like that. But, you know, hopefully it all turns out how it needs to turn out. And like you said, I think everything kind of, you know, as even sometimes the negative stuff, everything kind of happens for a reason. You know, I think, you know, you know, I think especially, you know, you've had a long journey over the past year, you know, for sure. But, you know, obviously it's not always been good. And like, I know it's been a struggle, but I also know like you're, also excited to be able to get reset you know i think yes. and so it's just one of those things where it's like you know what like you got to find your silver lining and you know yeah yeah at home exactly man exactly yes. and you know something I, something i've been thinking about for a little while and actually a while now and hadn't really expressed is that i'm pretty fucking good at what i can do and i have not really fully succeeded at a lot of my stuff like I feel I could. And honestly, it's because I'm a fucking mountain misfit, an adrenaline junkie. I've spent my last fucking 30 years getting off on on outdoor shit, you know? The caving, the mountain climbing, the 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 backpack treks, the, you know, hiking the Colorado trail, shit like that, repelling down the side of the Grand Canyon. I, and the more I think about it, I actually had thought about this years ago when I was thinking, okay, do I try and just take off and go to LA or New York where I know like the two big markets are or am I going to miss out on something if I do that? And what I realized is that I had the pleasure of exploring and living and traveling and camping and and hiking through Colorado uh, before Colorado got popular. And I have the distinct pleasure of doing so many fucking things. And had I decided to go, to either coast um i wouldn't be the man i am today and absolutely i think it's also uh you know i think i'm kind of starting to get into i don't want to say that trap but i'm finding that love of it's like i could i could have moved trap get trapped i could have it is i could have moved to a bigger city a long time ago if i really wanted to you know and like i've just had to i finally realized if i would be honest with myself it's just like I'm choosing the lifestyle over a paycheck. You know, it's like, I can go make, a, I can make a lot more money, especially even with the job I currently have. I can go to a city and make a lot more money. I can really sell myself and really play that corporate game. Uh, you know, even with my food truck that I still uh, want to do, that's kind of on hold. Like if I want to do that. I would have had that done by now, but it's just like, I love the mountains. I love to be able to go out and explore. So it's just, it's just, it's, it's just more like the lifestyle is just, it, well, I'd rather yeah enjoy my life and like be miserable and visit you know yeah yeah exactly exactly there's so many who have like traded in dreams for security and i don't know i i have definite opinions about that and i've never been that guy and i get a lot of flack for it here and there but you know what I really honestly don't give a fuck.
Cause this is to my sick kids Time to flip this shit Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun Use it as a weapon when it's said and done It's all too much Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball the song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected and remember that it's all in your head. You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class? That whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? Fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up. Never let up, cause the fall is just a setup. Now to get up. Regret will never get the better of me with the sawed off. When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off. And if my eyes glaze and my knees drift south, and you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth?